This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Friday the 8th of October. In your sport today, Adam Chera turns blue in the AFL. Toby Green is hit for six. The NRL's expansion is given the all clear. And the big bashes tweak to an old rule. This is your sport today. All week, Gabs, we've been waiting for some AFL trade period news worth chatting about. And it finally arrived yesterday. Midfielder Adam Chera is heading to Carlton. Yeah, I don't think they were waiting for us though, Fez. They just wanted to give him the perfect present for his 22nd birthday. So Chera has been traded from Fremantle to the Blues for the sixth pick in this year's AFL draft and a future third round pick. Now, Fez, this is a big deal for Carlton as they look to build their roster under new head coach Michael Voss after a couple of lean years. Chera was taken by Fremantle with the fifth pick in the 2017 draft. He's played 76 games for the Dockers and has been one of their best over the past few years. Chera, he is from Victoria and with the borders the way they are at the moment, he said that he wanted to move home to be close with friends and family, so a trade was sorted. How's that for a birthday present, Gabs? <laughs> not bad. Uh, it's been a quiet trade period, but Gabs, the Blues have been the most active club. Yeah, they really have. So they signed Sydney Swan George Hewitt and they've also got Lewis Young from the Bulldogs as part of a three-team trade. And here's how that worked. The Dogs, they traded Lewis to Carlton. Carlton then traded Sam Petrovsky-Seaton to the Eagles. And the Eagles, they traded pick 52 in the draft to the Dogs. Are you with me? Good. There's also been a fair few draft picks being traded around, but too many to list here. Draft picks, if you don't know, they're important because the higher up you are in the draft, the better the player is available. Well, that's the theory at least. There have been plenty of examples of low draft picks turning into superstars. Yeah, one in the NFL, not quite the same, but Tom Brady picked at 199 and he's mm-hmm. considered you know, the best ever NFL player. It can be pretty hard to follow all these AFL trades, so I'll put a link in the episode notes explaining where all the trades have landed. As for today's trivia, let's go back to the draft. Name the last three number one AFL draft picks. Gabs, you're not looking confident on this one. I can give you bits and pieces. I, I'm pretty sure the Dogs had the number one pick last year. Fairly certain the Suns had it the year before, but I have no idea about the third one. All right. All right. Hey, Phil fans, you might know this one, but the rest of us find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's stick with AFL because the GWS Giants have suffered a big blow heading into next season. Our listeners will remember that Toby Green was suspended for three weeks for making contact with an umpire during the finals. Well, that's been increased to six games after the AFL appealed the decision. Yeah, Fez, this all happened back in week one of the finals when he bumped into umpire Matt Stevick against the Sydney Swans. He was originally given a three-game ban, but if you remember AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin called the decision perplexing and manifestly inadequate. So the decision was appealed and the AFL Appeals Board doubled that ban yesterday, saying that the suspension would be a deterrent for all players to not touch umpires, no matter what level of footy they play. 
Green, he missed the Giants' finals game against the Cats as part of the original ban, so he'll now miss the first five games of the 2022 season. And this is a really big deal, Fez, isn't it? Because a lot of experts reckon that Green is the club's best player. Yeah, Green was the only Giants player to be picked in the All-Australian team this season. The Giants have decided not to appeal that ban, so this matter appears to be closed. Rugby League fans will know about the plans to bring in a new team in 2023 and it looks like it's going to happen soon with reports the Australian Rugby League Commission has given the green light to a 17th franchise. Yeah, Fez, it looks like the comp's going to have a new team in Brisbane with the Redcliffe Dolphins, the favourites to get the licence. Now, this is pretty significant, Fez, because it means more competition on and off the field for the Broncos in Brisbane and it should also lead to more money for the broadcasters and the NRL who announced a $50 million surplus yesterday and reportedly an additional $100 million from News Corp over the next five years. The timing of the new team is important, Fez, because clubs can start negotiating with players for the 2023 season from November 1, so this is going to give that new team time to start planning their roster over the next few weeks. Yeah, there could be some big player signings from November 1. The 17th team is set to be picked today, so keep an ear out for that over the weekend or early next week. Heading overseas to the US and 18 former NBA players have been charged with frauding the NBA for more than $5 million by submitting fake medical invoices. Gabs, this has happened only this morning. Take us through it. Yeah, it's pretty fresh. So the NBA has this fund called the Health and Welfare Benefit Plan, which former players can use to help for medical treatments once they retire. It's being alleged, though, that Terence Williams was running this whole thing, and what he did was supply fake invoices from places like a chiropractor or a dentist to other players. And then those players, Fez, they'd submit them to the NBA, get part of the treatment paid and Williams would then take a slice of the action which is allegedly worth around $300,000. All up the NBA paid out around three and a half million dollars before the guys were caught. The scheme fell apart when the NBA looked closer at the invoices which allegedly had players receiving treatment when they weren't even in the country and some of the scripts were even spelled incorrectly. Yeah, as it stands, as we record this podcast, 16 of the 18 players are in custody. There aren't any huge names on the list, but our NBA fans will know of the likes of Glenn Big Baby Davis. There's a link to the story in the episode notes and expect to hear a bit more on this one. Switching to soccer now, where a local footballer has been charged with attempted murder after he attacked a referee during a game in Brazil. Yeah, Fez, this happened earlier in the week, and I think that we'll be hearing a bit more about this over the next few days. So what happened was the referee, he awarded a free kick against Sport Club Sao Paulo. In the video, you see William Ribeiro knock the ref over and then kick him in the back of the head while he was on the ground. Players from both teams reacted straight away as the referee lay motionless and local police had to come onto the field just to calm things down. Ribeiro was fired and Sao Paulo, who were celebrating their 113th anniversary that day, said it was one of the saddest things to happen in the club's history. Yeah, the match was stopped and had to be finished the next day. The referee has been released from hospital and Ribeiro has been charged with attempted murder. One of the great trivia questions is how many different ways there are to be dismissed in cricket. Any ideas, Cabs? Fez, is this a trivia show or a podcast? You're hammering me, but I will say uh, 13. 
Nah, Gabs, it's just nine. Uh, but this summer, the Big Bash is looking to change one of the rarest ones timed out, and it's quite the change. Uh, yeah, this change has been described as radical, Fez. So, yeah, pretty big change indeed. The way being timed out works is pretty simple, though, in international cricket. Once a batter is dismissed or retired, the next batter has three minutes to be ready to face the next ball. But take any longer and the batter is out. You said it was rare, Fez. Well, it's never actually happened in international cricket and only six times in first-class cricket, dating back more than 130 years. In the new Big Bash rule, batters now have 75 seconds to be ready after a dismissal. It's actually an increase from 60 seconds, Fez, but last year some batters took more than two minutes to get ready, but the umpires didn't enforce the rule. But... There is a twist. Batters that take too long have to stand aside and watch on as the bowler gets a free delivery at the stumps. If the bowler misses, play on. But if they hit, the batter is out, Fez. They are out, Gabs. Uh, This is all an effort to speed up the game and it seems tardiness will not be tolerated (laughs) this summer. All right, time for Catch This. Gabs, on Sunday around lunchtime, it's the big heavyweight boxing match between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Lots of trash talk on this one, but they're going to settle it in the ring. Catch that one on a main event. I can't fight first, so trash talk's all I've got. (laughs) There is still some more rugby league, and that continues with the English Super League final on Sunday morning. St. Helens, they're looking for their third straight title. They're up against Catalan Dragons, who are in their first ever final. And this is James Maloney's last game in professional rugby league. Footy fans will know him from the NRL. He's a bit of a larrikin, so this would be the perfect way to go out as a winner. He can say bon voyage to rugby league, Gabs. <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, all right. All right, the answer to today's trivia question. Name the last three number one AFL draft picks. Gabs, you're right with the teams. Uh, Jamara Hagen was the number one pick last year for the Dogs in 2019. Matty Rao for the Gold Coast Suns. And then in 2018, Sam Walsh at Carlton, Chera's new teammate. All right, that's it for us this week on Sport Today. Enjoy all the sport over the weekend and we'll catch you again on Monday. 